Welcome to the D, baby. Welcome to an episode of Middle Ground with JLE LLC, where we treat you like family. That is the theme song, Detroit Love, from my first album, The JLE Experience. We have another amazing guest for the audience. We have writer, educator, speaker, coach, the Authenticity Code bestselling author off of USA Today, New York Times, The Wall Street Journal, Amazon, and CEO, President of Inside Out Learning, Inc., Dr. Sharon Lamb Hartman. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much, Jeffrey. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you for doing it. So get an audience a little bit about yourself before we dive into it. Well, let's see. I, uh, I've been doing what I do and I love what I do. I love your show because you talk about doing your purpose. And I feel that I am doing my purpose on earth and by writing the book, The Authenticity Code. And we've been, I run a training company uh, called Inside Out Learning. And we have been doing the Authenticity Code training programs for the past decade. And also executive coaching and leadership team offsites as well. And uh, as a result of one of our programs and many of our programs, participants have said, please write a book, Sharon, because it has had such a huge impact on thousands of participants who have gone through our corporate training programs to find their purpose, to be their authentic leader, to be an authentic professional. And so I wanted to write the book so I could take this message broader so more people could benefit from finding their purpose and living their destiny. That's awesome. All right, got a few questions about everything you've done to get to where you are, what led you to this path? You know, I always, um, I'm pretty spiritual, Jeffrey. And oh, we I, talk about God on here. It's all right. <laughs> all right, good. <laughs> we, we good. Um, <laughs> I feel that uh, there's been a lot of um, synchronistic uh, events that have led me to this path and where I end up in the right place at the right time. So I, I feel that, uh, I I ended up going to a conference, for example, mm -hmm. and I met a woman who told me about the doctorate program at Columbia University. And okay. I was working in corporate America then. And she said, you need to check out this, uh, this program. I think you'd be a great fit for it. And she said that I could do it and still uh, and still work. So I could go one weekend a month and three weeks in the summer. And so I checked it out and I got into the program and I absolutely loved it. And when I was in that program that was on leadership and organization development and getting mm -hmm. my doctorate, I met incredible people there. And okay. they said, Sharon, you need to go out on your own. You're really good at this. Why are you working in a company? <laughs> and I said, well, if you'd hire me, I will. And so then uh, a lot of them hired me and I ended up taking the leap of faith and I started my own business, Inside Out Learning, 22 years ago. Awesome. Uh, and uh, it's a successful uh, WeBank certified WPO 
a woman-owned business and I love doing what, what we do, but it's really been a series of events where, it, you know, that when I take one step, Jeffrey, mm -hmm. you know how you just take one step and that's what I want to get across to your listeners today. One step. I went to a conference. I didn't expect to meet a woman who would then get me into a doctorate program that then led to uh, people hiring me and, and taking a leap of faith and, and really uh, starting my own business and becoming an entrepreneur. So it's, it's step by step. That's really what's led me to do what I do. You're correct. I mean, when I really started getting into doing my show, shout out to Tisha Hammond, a small business cheerleader for, she made the suggestion, you could do a show every day. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And she know a lot of great people doing things that came my way. Like, wow, they really want to share their story. I was hopeful. And then I came across Miss Tam Lewis, who said she got some great clients that want to share their story. And I'm like, wow. Then I saw you. I'm like, wow. I'm like, God is really blessing with the people oh. that are really doing some amazing things out here that want to mess with you, boy. Like, okay, I'm appreciative. I love that. And we're appreciative of you that you're doing this and getting the message out to the world. Yeah, that's plan. Go global. Yes. I had to redo Good. my YouTube channel, Middle Ground with JLE LLC now. Got to start Love doing it. more with it because I rather do this every day. Yes. Well, you're good at it. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, you're in business. I appreciate that. Yes. Now, the book, which the which I said right, Authenticity Code. Yes, you got it. You just said it won the Axiom Book Award. Yeah, I just I just found out about that. Um, and uh, I, I was surprised. I didn't expect it. Uh, I feel honored. I feel humbled. I wrote it as a parable, Jeffrey. So okay. I didn't want it to be, shall we say, you know, a boring business book, right? I wanted to be able to pick it up and have people read it. And I know that millennials and Gen Y, they <laughs> want to read it. First of all, if they read it, you know, they, they like to watch TV. <laughs> Yeah, And um, they like to watch movies. And if they do like to read, they want to read something that's engaging. So I thought I want to write a parable about two leaders that are competing for their same job and how they have to go about stepping into the journey of authenticity and then who gets the job and why in the end and what happens to the other. And I, and then in the back of the chapters, I put everything from our program, from our training program. I wanted to give this to the world where not everyone can take a corporate training program, but they can buy a book and they can do the exercises in the back of the book. And in the back of each chapter, there are exercises. And there's one that if you answer 10 questions, it will get you in touch with your authentic brand, which is really your purpose, Jeffrey. It is your statement of purpose. That's what your authentic brand is. It helps you define what you want to do and who you want to be and what your destiny is and what success would look like for you. Yeah, I like in the book, the breaking the code formula. Yes. Your presence plus your audience plus your presentation equals your success. Exactly. Yes, that's the formula. So, and I think if you if you miss out on one of those. So, when I did research uh, on authenticity, 
I saw a lot of literature out there on it's all about me and and regardless of you. And I really rethought it and said, wait, it is about you. You have to be your authentic presence. Mm -hmm. But you do that often for you interact with an audience that you choose. And it is an authentic choice to choose an audience to be in front of. It's an authentic choice to choose a business to work in or a company culture to work in. And it's an authentic choice to be on your show, right? And, and, and be speaking with your listeners. So don't you also want to best serve that audience? And that's where servant leadership can intersect with authenticity because it's an authentic choice to want to serve a certain audience. If you didn't want to serve that audience, then why, then why be there? So that's why I said your presence plus your audience plus your presentation, right, equals your success. And I like how your characters, Rachel and Joss, you didn't have it where one is about to stab the other in the back. They both are equal and they just put their best foot forward to see who gets the promotion. That's right. Yeah. And how much they got to learn about themselves in the process. And a really unexpected audience for this book has been college students. So if you if you think about it, when you're a senior and you're getting ready to graduate or a graduate student getting ready to graduate and you're about to go out and you're about to interview, don't you Mm -hmm. want to find a position that you'd be such an authentic fit for? And so I've started to present at universities as well, and they are loving the book and they'll do the authentic brand statement exercise, the 10 questions and kind of find out more about what they're looking for before they go and interview for their for their first job out of college. Now, I do have another question from your amazing book. It's a question you have in there. What if you could turn your greatest wound? into your greatest authentic gift to give. Yes. How'd you come up with that? That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was reading that like, whoa, I that's, that's <laughs> your type you know, game right there. I'm feeling that. I know. It's kind of a paradigm shift, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. so often, you know, and I even I even see presenters do this, like they'll get up on stage and start talking about where they're wounded. Mm-hmm. And um we all have wounds, right? From, from our upbringing, we, we all do. And some more than others. Uh, but if we can look at the source of the gift in the wound, I think that, and then we stop trying to receive it from out there and we start giving it to others mm-hmm. because so for example, my greatest wound was I always wanted my parents to see and celebrate my unique gifts and talents. Now they were great parents, but they they didn't do that piece for me, right? They gotcha. they um they didn't do that that piece. And when I got in touch with I was always trying from outside to have people see and celebrate my unique gifts and talents. But when I got in touch that that was my greatest gift to give. And I started to give it through the authenticity code, through designing the program, through helping people to see their greatest gifts and talents. That's when my life transformed. That's when my business started to do really well. It's like when you're doing your destiny and you know it. So I think that a clue to our destiny is where we were wounded. You know, I, I was talking to one of my girlfriends the other day and she said, 
for me, it was for her, meaning it was her parents went through a divorce and that just ripped her apart. And she's one of the best divorce attorneys today. Oh, wow. So that's an example of right how your greatest <laughs> wow. wound can be your greatest gift to give. And sometimes people feel, oh, I, I have to go be someone famous. It's not that, Jeffrey. It, it can be maybe your greatest gift is to appreciate others because you didn't get appreciated enough. Well, I don't care what interaction you're having. You can be appreciating others. And when you're doing that and you're giving your greatest gift, you're going to feel more fulfilled. You're going to feel happier. It improves mental health and it can improve job satisfaction and life satisfaction when you're giving your greatest gift. Wow, that's very unique perspective. Also, I noticed the definition in your book for authenticity. You describe it as your most powerful way of adding value by expressing your unique gifts and talents for your chosen audience. I mean, you got like some Yoda stuff in there. How was you coming up with this when you write? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, you whoa. Know, I... <laughs> when I was having a day at work. Like, these people on some bull job for real. I got to carry somebody else's water that ain't doing this part. I started reading. I'm like, oh, wow. Then I had a few of the questions. I started asking, like, oh, okay. Wow. This is very profound. Yeah. I love well, it. I, I, I chilled out. Like, okay. <laughs> Yes. And it's your most powerful way, right? You have a most powerful way of adding value by expressing your unique gifts and talents. You do, right? And the way that you interview hosts and the way that you told me how much you love doing this. And, and I, I have a most powerful way. We each have a most powerful way of adding value by expressing our unique gifts and talents. And the key is for our chosen audience. So that's the piece that was missing for me it's an authentic choice to choose our audience. So therefore, that's part of authenticity. And you you need to choose who you want to serve. Who, who do you want in your circle? Who do you want as friends? Who do you want as family? Who do you want as work colleagues? What kind of culture do you want to work in? So that's all an authentic choice. Choose your audience. I could say for myself, one go and at all the, the gifts God's given me in writing books, music, and now doing this. I want the multitude to find what God created them to do and have an awesome life. Mm -hmm. And when I can help them get there, I'm good. That's right. I guess that's the way I'm helping get there. <laughs> <laughs> and you're helping. See this coming, man. Right. And it's not just um in one way, you know, you're all like you said, you're creating music and this this show and um, other ways, writing books that you want to move people. And that's, that's the same with me. I want people to connect with their authenticity, with their unique gifts and talents and, and, and be who they came here to be and do who do what they came here to do also, because our world really needs that right now. Uh, yes. I remember like we were talking earlier about how the post guy puts on me and I'm amazed every morning he gave me something new to write. Yes. I have a, a Instagram friend that said he was in a bad place and reading my post gave him hope to keep going. And I was like, wow, you really are touching people. And they over in England. Wow. I guess you can't stop writing this stuff. You got to make sure. Exactly. <laughs> if you're busy, get stop, ask God, and then post it everywhere and keep moving. Absolutely. 
And I love I love seeing your posts. They are very inspirational and moving. And we have no idea how one sentence or one post might affect someone. And especially today, after you know, as we live through this COVID pandemic and mental health issues are up, you know, thirty three percent have mental health issues right now. I mean, yeah. it is huge, and we need we need to all be uplifting each other. Yeah, we do because we we're coming to the new normal on the other side of the pandemic, and the world is completely different from. February 2020. Exactly. And a lot of people who may have issues with family and deal with them, they weren't around nobody. So that isolation was really tough. Really I was. Getting my degree at the end of 2020, I teach will have virtually a check-in. Like, you know, because every other day you hear something new, it's like, man, we're about to end. Like, look here, chill out. Read Revelations. We ain't there yet. We're in summer there, but we ain't there there. So. Mm-hmm. Dude, no matter what the hell happened, we getting this degree. So let's 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 keep this train going. I don't put too much time in being custodian to do this. I'm That's sick right. of doing this. I want to do what I'm called to do. We gotta get this. Let's get it. Exactly. And everybody like, yeah, like we all put we sacrifice. So come on, screw the world. Yeah, we'll fix that. We gotta finish this class. I love that you did that and you finished it anyway. So we had to get out the mud. Absolutely. <laughs> Yes. Now I'm figuring out all this this space of marketing. I had them classes like, okay, maybe I might use that one day. Like, oh, you got to use it. Because then yes. people want to be live with it and came across StreamYard. I could use that sponsorship StreamYard. And okay, I figured this out. So I keep learning along the way. You keep figuring out to get to that authentic self. Absolutely. And I love because... You're describing what I talked about in the beginning, too, about taking a step. You know, it's take one step and see what that step brings. And you learn as you go. But you need to do what you're called to do. And that's really what my book and my work is all about, is finding out what is that calling. Yeah, that's the key. And a lot of great people probably out here don't really know. Mm -hmm. Or you even ask the question, like, well, I make 150 grand. I'm good. Like, yeah, but... Are you happy when you get up to go make the 150 grand? You're like, man, I gotta deal with these bull jab turkeys. Right. <laughs> That's exactly. a problem if you had that thought for two seconds. You shouldn't be there. You, you know, make and 150 somewhere else. Yeah. And I think that's why we're seeing the great resignation now, Jeffrey. You know, that's, that that's gonna be in the like, books. <laughs> yeah, they're like, hey, uh, if I don't wanna be here, I'm not gonna be here. And people are quitting like never before and actually. Yes you know, realizing that, okay, even if I don't have something to go to, I'm quitting. That's what I'm seeing. And what I would say is, if you are in that place, pick up a copy of my book, because it will be a coach in your living room, walking you through so that you can define where you want to go next and what the gaps are in your life. Because if you don't define where you're going to go next, you could end up repeating where you just left, right? What about that? Yeah. Now you have a TV show coming up on Exposure Network. I do. I do. I'm really excited about that. So we are going to be doing the Authenticity Coach show. 
And I'm going to be interviewing a lot of people who have done the code and tried to crack the code and the results they've gotten and really share what's possible when you do the work that's laid out in the book. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's that's amazing. Really you know, we've had people that were stuck and a lot of people of color who have been stuck in their careers and then uh, do the program and do the exercises and then get promoted several levels at, at a time. I mean, it is it is unbelievable to see how much this work can unstick and help you go to new heights in your career to, to find that dream job. Well, because yeah, some of the few questions I read at my desk, they were very profound asking, okay, what type of job or career positions you might want? Yes. What type of promotion would you want? Where would you see yourself? Like, dang, you probably don't really ask yourself some questions. Like, well, I just want to make some money so I know DTA ain't calling me. And I'm good. But you start thinking like, okay, if I want to say I want to make 200000 well, what do I want to do making that 200000 That's right. Now you start thinking like, well, what am I good at? And to me, you need to ask God. He made you. He should know. He's been in that conversation amongst yourselves. Absolutely. And you might already know about what you're very good at already. And now do the research. Yes. Then put the foot to payment. Yes. Then take that action. And you really do need to, uh, when you when you go to answer the questions in the book, uh, get in a mindset, either through prayer, mm -hmm. however you center yourself, you know, whether it be through prayer, reading the Bible, uh, taking a hike, whatever that might be, uh, get centered and be in that space when you answer the questions, because otherwise your left brain or your inner critic's going to come in and you won't listen to, to the heart and, and you'll listen to the head more. And, and I want you to be in your heart when you answer those questions. Now, after you were done writing it, what were your thoughts as an author? Be creating such a unique book. You know what's amazing, Jeremy, is um, I was terrified to put this book in the world. I have written a couple <laughs> books, and I never. <laughs> I, hey, hey, I felt the same with my first book. I, not just me, okay. <laughs> it's not just you. And I've written a couple books, and I haven't published them because I was so afraid of the reaction. And I still am. I mean, it's unbelievable the... When I found out I received this award, I just found out on Sunday mm -hmm. and my publisher still hasn't told me about it. I, I found out about it on a website, okay. but I literally sat down and cried. I just cried because wow. you know what goes into writing a book because you've written a book and it is so much heart and soul. And then, you know, I didn't know, was it really helping people? I really wanted it to help people. And I had a lot of inner self-doubt and I had some imposter syndrome going on. And I then just sat down and wept because I was like, oh my gosh, like I actually got recognized for this work and it meant the world to me. Um, but I want to encourage any author out there who has procrastinated 
I procrastinated for years, I years, probably five, 10 years that I just didn't put my work in the world because of fear. And you will feel the fear and you need to do it anyway. And just uh, do it for yourself, if nothing more. Do it for your calling. Do it for God. Whatever that is that motivates you, um, write it on paper and then have the courage to put it out there. I was like, we, we like vibing because I felt them same thoughts. Like, man, I'm talking about I contemplated suicide back in high school. I don't want people to know that about me. But God's like, hey, you are a living sacrifice. So it's going to help people put all of it out there. Like, okay, I wrote it. I ain't about to publish, you know. Mm-mm. September's like, hey, you need to get on Amazon and figure out. They told you how to do it yourself and get to it. Like, all right, I don't want no trouble. And I still was, hit, I hit Sam. All right, I'm going to do it. Like, ooh, was, now it's weird how people read, like, oh, your book is amazing. Like, wow, you read it? It's not kind of fools like you wrote it. Of course, they're gonna read right. it. Right. Like, oh, you, you actually read my stuff? Give me your autograph. Like, wow. I ain't, <laughs> I ain't popping in the streets yet. I will be, but you don't know what you did. Like, maybe I'm not contemplating what I've done. I told that's you. the thing. That's the thing. We don't, and we don't know who it's going to touch, right? We, like I said, there was an unexpected audience with college students. I didn't expect that. So, I think that um, we we don't know. But there's so much inner self doubt and insecurity that I think we feel when we finally it it's like putting a baby in the world. Yeah, and I can see college students because I changed my major three times. Yes. <laughs> And someone told me, like, why don't you do management? I'm doing music business. What you talking about? Like, that was God. But I wasn't mature enough yet to listen. I'm like, you did all that to finally do management and get done. So that'll help a lot of people cut through, okay, I don't want to be here 30 years taking classes. What do I really should be doing? What do I really want to do? And it's also sometimes our calling finds us, too, because... When I went to Columbia University, when I first went there, I went into a program in adult learning and adult education. And when I was there, they merged with the business school and they said, oh, now your degree is going to be in leadership and organization development. And you have to do your dissertation on leadership. Mm. And I said, I don't want to do my dissertation on leadership. (laughs) I want to do my dissertation on adult development. Uh-huh. And she's like, my dissertation advisor said, you don't have an option. You, If you want to graduate from this program, you have to do it. Mm. And I swear to God, how many times I tried to get out of writing about leadership. <laughs> and now that. I run a leadership development company, you know, and it's so funny uh, just how sometimes our calling will find us. It was like God knocking on the door saying, uh, Sharon, you're supposed to be helping leaders. So I never, oh, I, yeah. I, did, I didn't know that then. Oh yeah, God got Debo tendencies. Like I need you to be right over there because it's this multitude that needs your help. Exactly. Oh, so you being stubborn. Okay, I'm going to wait you out because you're going to do what I want. <laughs> and after a while, like, dang, like I'm getting moved. What? I just need to move you over here and you're going to thank me later. Like, oh, well, yeah, thank me later. 
Because you're like, ah, it's scary. I don't know. I know. I ain't trying to do it. And probably what you should be doing. Exactly. Exactly. So we need to trust that when things are put in our path, really take a look at what might be the reason for that. That's true. That is so true. <laughs> the other I, thing I found, Jeffrey, clues, right? Clues to our uh, our calling is when I was in college, I mm -hmm. had like I was Miss Perfect 4.0. Okay. I, I studied like crazy okay. and I got, you know, 4.0. I don't know. I graduated with like a 3.94, something like that. 40 points. I did it once. It was awesome. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I uh, had to take this writing exam on for my undergraduate college. Okay. And uh, everyone had to take it. Now, how I was getting 4.0 and writing and doing all of that, but I failed this exam. I failed it. Mm. And I think I got anxious because I knew we had to pass it in order to graduate. So uh, I don't know what happened. But anyway, then I had to take this advanced writing class. But I was convinced from then on that I was a horrible writer. I was a, so so okay. then I ended up having to take the class and then I did pass it. But I was convinced I was a horrible writer. And I think that also prevented me from putting my work in the world, right? And yet sometimes, so what I'm saying is our greatest wound is our greatest gift. That's there too. So if you were told you can't do something or you failed at something, uh, many times that could be a clue for what you're supposed to be doing. I still haven't figured out that wound for me yet, though. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to figure it out, but now, like, I don't know. I'm yeah. figuring it out, though. Well, I guess going through stuff in my marriage did get me on finding my purpose, so maybe that's the one. It could be. Yeah. What, like, what, what you went through, right? Whatever, whatever that was, or what maybe. Yeah, because yeah, I definitely was trying to find, okay, well, what should I be doing? And my my friend, mom, has a gospel show on Anchor. Okay. Like earlier, and I just kept seeing other people, Anchor, Anchor, like, what is an Anchor? And me, I'm a, re I'm a, I'm a scientist. I'm Technology is great when it works. I don't know what happened, Jeffrey. <laughs> oh, oh, the devil got mad. We talking about God too much. That's all. I think so. I was like, Jeffrey, you want to be a little jerk. Like, we still going to talk about God, man. I don't know what you're doing. We're still going to get that work in. So don't sit down and go bug somebody else. We are. But in finding your journey is definitely illuminating. And I think your book will help a lot of people. Oh, thank you so much. I know it helped me stop when I was angry about some stuff to stop and look at. Okay. You got a show with another great guest. You got to get refocused. So you can be doing what you relax, calm down. Oh, that's it's fabulous. I so appreciate it. And oh, yeah. I yeah. love uh, lo loved our conversation. Absolutely. Anything else you have going on you want to promote? So uh, the book is on Amazon and Barnes and Noble, and it comes in ebook and also uh, the the print book.
we have an app, uh, a mobile app. So if you want to go deeper into the authenticity code, you there's a link that is expressed in the back of the book. And it's on my, on my website, insideoutlearning.com. And you just put in insideoutlearning.com and you can see that we have a program, a facilitator-led program that you can purchase to go deeper into the authenticity code. And we also have this fabulous app that you can do in the course of your workday. So okay. it's uh, 16 steps to develop five habits. And that is uh, you know, a great way and about 15 minutes a step to be able to develop the, the habits of the authenticity code and really take your career and life to the next level. So I would say check out those two things and go check out our website. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, forgot. I was going to ask the last remain question. What advice do you have for someone trying to find their purpose? The advice I have for someone trying to find their purpose seriously is do the authentic brand exercise in my book because it's 10 questions. It will help you define that purpose and your greatest gift and calling because part of it is you can be working wherever. And if you are giving your gift while you are working, it is going to really, really help you feel more fulfilled. Now, I'm not saying that there's not times that you don't leave your job too, that many times you do need to leave to go, to go do your calling as well. But I would say do the 10 questions because it's going to help you define, like you said, the type of role you want, what you want to do, what you want to change, mm -hmm. what your greatest gift is, and then what success would look like. So there's an authentic brand exercise in the book. I'd highly recommend you get quiet and you answer those 10 questions. Man, that's amazing advice. I just want to throw a little plug out here to anyone to like and subscribe to the YouTube channel where this is broadcast live as well. Middle Ground with JLE LLC. A lot of the shows are on there as well. It's Facebook and LinkedIn. Man, you've been phenomenal. All this oh. information in your book is awesome. You've been awesome as well, Jeffrey. I'm so glad we got a chance to meet, and I so appreciate you having me on your show. Oh, I, you keep elevating the game, baby. I'm like, okay, Steph Curry with it. All right. I'm like, bestseller. All right, we can pop a little collar. We're doing a little something over here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did one made people. Did I achieve my goal? Like yes. Okay. I was so comfortable and I did. I felt like we were like what you said, feel like family, like we were just having a conversation. Another mission complete. Yes. That's to go. You did a great job and you had some really good questions that you picked out and I could tell you had gone through the book, which I so appreciate. Oh yeah. I mean, we, we, we got to do the first class treatment, you know, uh, I'm seeing all these heavy hitters like, okay. You gotta show proper respect because puts work in. It's yeah. work you too. <laughs> well, and you did, just, you did, and it, it showed. It was great. Okay. Well, we definitely want to thank. Oh, we, we didn't say everything about you. You're awesome. The author, best-selling author of the authenticity code. 
Dr. Sharon Lamb Hartman and CEO President of Inside Out Learning. Go to the website. I'm putting when I put up the show. Inside.com. I think the book will help you. Fabulous. Thank, you Thank all the people that have been showing up in the comments. Jane Baker, Cynthia, Robin Wilson, and all the other platforms. Appreciate you. Please Aww. like, subscribe, YouTube channel, Middle Ground with JLE, LLC. I got to start plugging in now. I got to get better at this marketing thing. <laughs> no, I got, I got to get some of the background like you got. I got to give a game up. Yeah, you're, you're doing great. And say hi to Gene Baker. He's fabulous. Yeah, that's, that's a cool dude. He wanted to tell me about Tam, Miss Tam Lewis. Yes. Yes. Tam Exposure Network. Go check that out. They're doing amazing things over there. Yes, Tam. Tam. Yeah, she's fabulous over at Exposure Network. All right. Well, any final words before we end it? I would just say that um, now more than ever, Jeffrey, now more than ever, okay. we as human beings need to be doing what we came here to do and being who we came here to be. So definitely do the inner spiritual work in order to do that, because God does have a purpose for you in this world and you have a destiny to fulfill. And if you see what's happening in our world today, we need everyone to be showing up 100% and doing what they came here to do and being who they came here to be. So that's what I'll leave you with today. And with that, that's awesome. Everybody have a great night. Another great show. I'll be posting it in a little bit. Till next time. Joy, raise me. Joy, raise me.